Welcome, my loves, to Happy Ho Life. Mm, allow yourself to land here, drop in with me. This is a space for conversations around self-expression, sensuality, being a business owner and entrepreneur, as well as what it means to live a happy ho life. And when I think of my own definition of a happy ho, it's this energy of showing up in this world like you don't need one single fucking permission slip to be the person that you came here to be it is living life connected to yourself to your body to your senses i think of sensuality like my soul experiencing life through my body and through my senses or my body being able to speak on behalf of my soul just this deep deep connection to self being a happy hoe is allowing yourself to be in your fullest expression and be satiated in all areas of your life, feeling satiated with the way you are carrying yourself and using your voice, feeling satiated with pleasure and delight and enchantment, as well as like being so tuned in to your own body and soul's needs and and allowing yourself to provide the nourishment and nutrients that you need in any particular season of your life with the knowing that ah, you have everything that you need within yourself. You have this sense of belonging within yourself and you don't need anyone else to tell you that you're enough or that you can do it or that your expression is okay. And instead you feel safe to show up with the knowing that you are a gift to this world and it's safe to fucking behave like one like kind of channeling some of that hot arrogance energy of it's safe to be confident it's safe to know exactly who the fuck you are it's safe to own your gifts and flaunt them and share them with the world and as you listen to these episodes as you tune into this podcast i invite you to envision that we are just rolling around in the sand on the beach somewhere together or we are like sitting in a meadow next to a beautiful river just rolling around in the grass and having just real raw and honest conversations that is my deepest intention with this space is that you come here and your soul can like breathe a sigh of relief knowing that it's safe to be more of you <laughs> it's safe to be all of you as well as just allow yourself to be seen through the experience of of hearing my stories and the stories that I share on this podcast, seeing bits of yourself and my own stories and discerning and feeling into what parts of you are wanting to come alive. And as you listen to this podcast, can you let them start to wake up? And so, like I said, this podcast is for conversations and storytelling, the stories of my own life, the stories of my, my lineage and the women that came before me. And today, for this episode, the story wants to begin with my experience of living alone in Mexico and, and the reason that I went to live alone in the first place. And I'm envisioning this podcast like hmm, a beautiful tapestry and each episode feels like a piece of the story a piece of my story like a golden thread weaved 
through this beautiful tapestry, creating this bigger picture of my life and my perspectives and and my experiences. So with that, let us begin with my chapter of living alone in Mexico earlier this year. And actually to begin this story, it feels like we, we get to go back in time a little bit, traveling back along the timeline to 2016 when I got really sick with autoimmune disease and I had just moved to Michigan with my then boyfriend and a month after living there, living here, it's just my health just got ripped out from under me. It felt like my entire life got ripped out from under me and it was fucking terrifying. It felt like I was once this vibrant and lively and ambitious girl and then almost overnight it just felt like I turned into this shell of the person that I once was and that light, that soul flame, that ambition, that hunger for life just started to dwindle and it felt like I entered this just black hole of sickness where I couldn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. I didn't know if I was ever going to get better and I felt so trapped and I felt so scared and I felt so alone. It was just one of the darkest chapters of my life and surely I will do an entire episode in the future on my experience of healing autoimmune disease but for me so much of the reason that I got sick in the first place and this is what I discerned through my journey of healing was that I was not being true to myself. I was hiding behind this shy good girl persona pretending to be someone that I was not because I was so afraid to disappoint people. I was afraid to make other people uncomfortable. I was afraid to take up space. I was afraid to use my voice and say what I really had to say because I was scared. I was so, so, so scared. But as a result of living my life from a place of fear for all of 23, 24 years at that time, my soul, my body had just had enough. And while I'd been accumulating different symptoms of Hashimoto's and celiac and the skin form of celiac as well for many years, I just kind of swept it all under the rug as best that I could and continued to live on with my life. But at some point, <laughs> it felt like my body just delivered this brutal soul slap in the face that I needed to wake up and I needed to get back on purpose. I needed to live the life that my soul actually came here to live and stop holding myself small and stop pretending like I don't know how powerful I am and stop pretending like I don't know how capable and gifted I am. And so with autoimmune disease, eventually I I started to heal as I started to uncover these deeper layers and reasons why I got sick in the first place, right? This journey of self-expression, this journey of releasing the grip I had on this control, this perfectionism and ah, letting more of my soul come alive and letting it be messy and letting it be imperfect. And for me, I'd lived so much of my life hiding behind this veil of being this shy, quiet, good girl. And as it turns out, I'm, I'm not really that shy at all. I'm not 
really that quiet at all, even if my voice is naturally more soft-spoken and I have a very warm and gentle presence. I am actually a naughty witch with a big mouth and I have a lot to say and allowing that inner naughty witch, allowing that inner happy hoe to come out and come alive <sighs> allowed so, so much healing in my life and allowed me to put autoimmune disease into remission and it's been almost four years since that journey of entering remission has happened and for me so much of healing was connecting back to my power and calling my power back from every single moment in my life when I gave it away all the moments when I just sat down and shut my mouth, when I really had something to say, all the times that I said no to myself, when I really wanted to scream, fuck yes, all the times that I chose the path that felt safer or more convenient for other people, rather than choosing the path that was right for me, choosing my own path over anyone else's approval, choosing my path over anyone else's opinions, my family included. And it it took me some time to build up the courage to choose myself, to ruthlessly choose myself every single time. And for me also, part of healing autoimmune disease was reconciling with this old story that I carried for so long, this story that it's too good to be true. Because for so long in my life, I was always anticipating something bad happening. I was always waiting for the other shoe to drop. I never was really allowing myself to sink into the present moment and receive the pleasure and delight that was there. And instead, there was this protective pattern operating within my system that, okay, we can enjoy ourselves for now, but don't get too comfortable here. It's not going to last. And I always told this story of the good things in your life aren't going to last, so don't get too comfortable. And even saying that out loud right now, I can feel this, this level of grief for those past versions of me that never allowed herself to fully live because she was scared. And, and you know, as we reflect and look back on past versions of ourselves and past evolutions of who we were, looking back with such grace and gratitude and compassion for the ways in which they endured and survived and lived and, and thrived. And for me, even with healing autoimmune disease, even though I'd been in remission right at this point as I'm recording this episode for four years, every once in a while I get this little teeny tiny flicker, this subtle thread getting pulled of but what if it doesn't last and you fall back into that black hole of sickness? And I did the same thing with my business. When my business really started to blossom and flourish, I enjoyed it. And in the back of my mind, it was, but what if this doesn't last? What if I can't keep it up? What if I lose the momentum? Right? Always, always going to the what if worst case scenario and coming back to the reason that I went to live alone in Mexico in my experience of being really sick and in clinging on to this identity of this sick girl, this, this girl who wasn't capable of, of leading her life on her own, when I was sick, I felt like I lost this sense of independence and the world became this really small place, right? Even just like being at home by myself all the time because I was too sick to work and, and too 
socially anxious to put myself out there or, or meet, meet, meet new people or make friends. And part of the reason I wanted to live alone in Mexico was to reconnect with that part of me that knows the way to reconnect with the part of me that trusted myself and believed in myself and knew myself to be capable of being independent and, and leading my life from my place of power, my place of trust and shifting to the present or shifting to just a few months ago when I was living in Mexico by myself. I remember I got to Mexico, to Mazante, where I was staying at this Airbnb that I booked for myself. And I remember the first night I was there, I, I walked around at night by myself. I left my Airbnb and I admit I was even scared to do that. I was scared to walk around at night by myself in this beautiful, lively town. Because while... I was simultaneously so excited to be there and I was like, oh, I can't wait. There's so much magic here. At the same time, I was also thinking, what the fuck have I done? I'm fucking terrified. Maybe I'll just like move my ticket and I'll only stay here for a week. I, I was scared and I remember I, I left my Airbnb and I found my way into town and was just walking around at night looking at all these people and, and seeing all these people who are connected to each other and seeing all these people laughing and having fun and seeing all these people delighting in the food and the vibrancy that was present just in the energy <laughs> in this community in this vortex and I remember feeling like such an outsider like wow I have not experienced that kind of just life that vibrancy of life in a in a long time and even though I'd gotten flickers of it, you know, with friends and visiting people and going on retreats and amazing different things, it still had yet, this way of being had still yet to be integrated into my life. This allowing myself to live life in vibrant color, allowing myself to drop the lingering walls that I was holding around my heart and actually let myself fully live in the present moment without this worry without this what if worst case scenario of what if it doesn't last and instead choosing why well, just i get to savor what is here and present for me right here right now and it doesn't matter what comes next and that was such an a magic edge for me that was such a scary thing to be in a relationship with and I went back to my Airbnb that night and it took me forever to fall asleep because I was getting used to all these new sounds and even sleeping in a bed by myself in this new place. But I woke up the next morning and met up with one of my beautiful and amazing friends that I knew in Mizente. And actually, she was one of the the reasons and inspirations for me moving there in the first place because I had attended a retreat in Mozente in Mexico a few months prior and got a taste. I got a taste of this pleasurable life. I got a taste of this vibrancy and this sacred sisterhood and this deep human connection and my soul was fucking hungry. And that was another reason that I wanted to go back to Mexico was just the culture and the community and, and the ways of being were just so nourishing to my soul on, on every single level. And when I got to Mexico, I 
had all these intentions of launching my podcast back then, actually, back in like January and February. And I had all these intentions to continue launching my program, Naughty Content. I had all these intentions to continue to share and post online and share on Instagram and social media. And after a few days of being in Mexico, it was like I, I heard this voice, this really strong, loud, clear voice from somewhere within me saying, Michelle, this is a season to exist without capturing, to live without sharing, to write for yourself and, and to hear your own voice the loudest and to receive the gift of your own medicine first. And I remember feeling nervous about it. I felt so nervous. I felt so scared of, well, what's going to happen if I just pause a bit and, and take a break and, and allow myself to really enter this portal of deep rest I'm like I don't know <laughs> and and while I was scared right I, I had all these thoughts and fears again the what if worst case scenario of well what if I stop sharing on social media and then I lose my gift of writing and I forget how to how to write and create content what if I lose all of the momentum that I've built what if my business never makes money again? What if my business burns to the ground? And I was scared. And at the same time, it felt like this voice came from, from my womb. It felt like it was just this voice, this call for a season of deep self-nourishment and, and being in a cocoon and allowing myself to, to heal and be present with myself and Again, most importantly, remember what it was like to hear my own voice the loudest and, and trust my own voice above anything else and remember this deep sense of belonging within myself. And it was scary and yet I met that fear and I walked with it and I let the ocean hold me and I let the sand caress me and I let my friends be there for me and I spent most of my days waking up with the sunrise and walking to the beach sometimes stopping to get breakfast along the way and I would swim in the ocean every morning by myself and just luxuriate in and being held by mother earth and being held in nature and I invited myself to practice living this vibrant life in real life versus relying on my online community and my online business to give me this sense of connection because for so many years at this point I've been running my business since 2018 in a lot of ways I'd gotten so comfortable with mm, zoom calls and living life online and all these things that I in a lot of ways had forgotten what it's like to have a really vibrant in a real life life and and so I let myself talk to strangers and make new friends and chat with random people on the beach about their lives and what led them to Mexico and sharing my story as well and it just nourished my soul on so many different levels so so many different levels and as I allowed myself to kind of sink into a new way of being and, and allow myself to take a break from sharing on social media, it allowed me to reflect and realize that 
<sighs> I had thought that I was allowing myself depressed back home in Michigan. I had thought that my business was just filled with delight and pleasure and enchantment. I had thought that I was living this really radiant life that I wanted to live and in so many ways I was, right? I was so, so blessed to be working with the most amazing clients, to have the most radiant and beautiful community on social media and there were parts of my soul that were so hungry. One, hungry to come alive and two, hungry for something deeper, deeper human connection and and this practice of living on my own and and re-solidifying these foundations of self-trust and ruthlessly having my own back no matter what and sharing and owning all these parts of me my inner happy ho <laughs> included and and I feel that connection to my sensuality that connection to the earth while I was in Mexico really really allowed me to drop in and and, you know, record the podcast now, launch the podcast now versus forcing myself to do it at a time when I actually needed to cocoon and and needed rest and needed to soften. And it also helped me realize that there were these places within my business where there were these subtle incongruencies, like if my soul, if my business has these soul coordinates, it was like I just was ever so slightly missing the mark. Like I was just walking with one foot on the path and one foot kind of like somewhere over there getting a little bit confused and having a period of just being in my own energy and listening to my own voice and ah, savoring just the slow softness of life allowed me to recognize that I wasn't really operating in a way that was totally true to myself. And I realized that there were these areas of expansion in my business that I was craving, but I was so beautifully busy in my business that I didn't have the spaciousness to have that bird's eye perspective of like, oh wait, there's more for me here. There's more for me here and it's time to wake up. And while I was in Mexico, I started to realize that I desired to have more in-person work in person elements of my business and I came home to my inner photographer and and this desire to photograph people in their in their self-expression and, and let it be a ceremony of remembrance and and capturing that truest essence of of who someone really is and I did some of that for myself in self-portraits while I was there I also realized I wanted to facilitate more breath work and sensual dance in person. I realized like, fuck, I want to host retreats and facilitate this kind of remembrance and medicine for other people. But while I was so busy in the previous chapter of my business, there was no space for any of those things to come alive. There was no mental space for me to even think about any of these things. There was no space in my heart to really open up to what would actually nourish me and I invite you if it feels good to even just pause for a moment as you listen to this episode and just allow yourself to meet this present moment and whether that looks like placing a hand over your heart and taking a deep breath in through your nose and exhaling letting a sigh out 
I invite you to consider, are there any parts of your own soul that have been asleep, that are longing to wake up, that are longing to come alive? What parts of you have gone unloved? What parts of you have gone hidden or shoved into some little fucking box? What parts of you have been locked away? What parts of you have been told they were too much or too sensitive or too emotional or too messy or too human or too whatever? Noticing the place in your body where those labels might live. I know for me, the labels of the good girl, the quiet girl, and the nice one, all these labels lived like this sheet of armor over my chest, over my heart space. And I wore all these labels, one, as, as this protective layer because I was scared. Well, if I show the world who I really am and I really run my business the way I really want to run it and I say what I really have to say, what if I met with criticism and judgment and people are disappointed in me and people don't like me anymore and I lose love and relationships crumble and all of these things. But while I was in Mexico, like truly living for myself, I came home to this remembrance that I can't live my life allowing other people's opinions and thoughts and perceptions of me dictate who I get to be. And instead, I am so deeply committed to choosing myself over anyone else's opinion. I am so ruthlessly devoted to choosing my path over anyone else's approval again and again and again. And while I was in Mexico, I spent a lot of time grieving as well. I spent a lot of mornings crying into the ocean, just letting the water wash away my tears, these tears of remembrance, these tears of, of grief for all the moments in my life when I walked away from myself, all the moments in my life when I turned the other way and I looked the other way when my inner child was asking to be seen and loved or um, some part of me was asking to come alive and instead of embracing that part of me with open arms, I shoved them even further down into some box <laughs> and locked the door and being in Mexico and just being surrounded by just so much vibrant color, the color of the sky, just all the vibrant colors of buildings, the radiant sunshine on my skin. It felt like just this <sighs> healing, healing cocoon for me to recommit and redevote to that promise to myself that it's safe to choose myself and it's safe to live the life that I want to live in this one precious life that I have here in this body especially after being through autoimmune disease and that black hole of sickness and feeling so disconnected from myself and disconnected from my body it almost just felt like I was remembering how truly, truly safe I am in this lifetime to be all of me, to embrace my inner happy hoe, to embrace my inner silly fluffy potato, to embrace the sharpness in my softness. And also remember that while I may have a gentle and soft voice in nature, while I may have this warm and in kind presence, that doesn't mean that I have to give away my ferocity. That doesn't mean I have to pretend like I'm not powerful and capable. And just a reminder of this, this idea of both and, right? That 
we can be soft and gentle and fierce right you can be this soft gentle flower and also a fierce bitch who takes no shit from anyone ah and with all of that living in mexico and remembering all these pieces of myself and and walking myself home and letting any lingering labels that had ever been placed on me start to dissolve i invite you to consider for yourself once again are there any labels that you've been wearing that other people placed upon you that you no longer want to carry anymore and what is your own definition of your happy whole life what does it mean to show up in this world without needing a permission slip to be who you are what is it like to say what you have to say without filtering it or censoring it or running it through your mind of like oh well, what would so-and-so think and what would so-and-so say and instead receiving the gift of your own truest voice first and and sharing from overflow and allowing anyone else that's meant to receive your medicine to receive your medicine but first being devoted to receiving it for yourself first and even as i record this podcast episode i'm allowing myself to flow i'm allowing these musings of my soul to come forward and i'm receiving that gift for myself first always 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 and mm, as i feel into the last pieces of this story that desire to be told i'm sure there will be a part many parts to this episode in the future and revisiting this chapter of my life and sharing more of the nutrients and nourishment that i received but in this moment i invite you to if it feels good you might even close your eyes and just visualize this flame that lives within your soul this flame that lives within your heart space this life force this part of you that knows the way this part of you that trusts yourself that believes in yourself that knows that you are a gift to this world and how safe it is to show up in that way and i invite you to visualize this flame starting to burn a little bit brighter noticing if there are any walls or any boxes or anything in your heart that wants to stifle that flame you might even visualize the walls of any boxes just starting to crumble like all these walls are just crumbling into dust and you might even take your hands and just whew, subtly brush any dust off of your shoulders maybe taking your hands and brushing them over your throat or over your heart space brushing off any dust any old stories any old ways of being that you don't want to carry anymore anything that is stifling that beautiful flame that lives within your soul can you just start to brush it off hmm and not everything needs to fall away in this moment not everything needs to fall away today but just opening yourself opening a bigger space within your heart space for this flame to burn brightly without apology 
without being stifled. And I invite you to consider your own definition of your own happy whole life. What parts of your soul are wanting to be illuminated? What parts of your soul are longing to come alive? If you didn't care what anyone else had to say about how you show up or the way that you live your life, how would you live? What would you do? What would you say? And circling back to this concept of if you were to go to a new place, and there's not a single soul that knows the old you. There's not a single soul who knows who you are. And you just get to practice showing up as the person that you truly are. The person that you know yourself to be, desire to show up as. How might you show up? What choice might you make? Where would you go? What would you say? How would you dress? There's no rules. No constraints. No boxes. And I invite you to notice the temptation to cling onto the comfort of those boxes or those labels. Noticing the temptation to stay within something that feels comfortable, even though your soul may be dying a slow death as you do it. And I invite you to just meet your breath, taking a deep breath in through your nose, exhaling out through your mouth, just ask yourself what ways of being get to die with love and grace so this deeper remembered version of me gets to come alive and what am I willing to let go of so that I can be fully and outrageously me in this lifetime you might let out some wiggles shaking your arms shaking your legs Maybe brushing off any final remnants of dust that are ready to just be brushed off today. And the same way for me, I was clinging to the comfort and the safety of this label of sick girl. As I was healing autoimmune disease, I clung onto this label, this identity of, well, I'm sick. I'm a sick girl. And sick girls aren't capable and sick girls don't live those wild, independent lives. And sick girls don't put themselves first and take risks on themselves. No, no, no. Sick girls stay in their place. Sick girls stay in their box. Sick girls stay where it is, quote-unquote, safe. And for me, it felt like living alone in Mexico was like cutting the final energetic cord to that time in my life and saying a loving but firm good fucking bye to the sick girl who viewed herself as incapable, who viewed herself as not being confident enough to be independent, who viewed herself as, well, we can have this business and it can feel good, but to let it feel great, to let it feel so, 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 so pleasurable. Mm, no, let's keep that at arm's length because what if we let life get good and then it gets taken away? Mm -mm. living alone in Mexico for me was cutting the final fucking energetic thread to that old way of being, to that old identity. And I admit 
to be untethered from that identity completely, fully and wholly scared the living fuck out of me because it it has been this like subtle a subtle armor I've worn around my heart since 2016 and to to finally let it go and to finally let myself experience what it's like to live life without that wall around my heart has been mm, just one of the most beautiful and I don't even have a word for it, just most beautiful and meaningful experiences of my life to really come home to myself. And as I said, with Happy Whole Life, it's my deepest intention that as you listen to these episodes, you might see a part of yourself in my story. And perhaps hearing my stories will allow you to walk yourself back home to yourself in your own heart as well and with all of that I'll tune in and just notice if there's any last threads or last pieces that want to be shared <sighs> hmm. I'm feeling complete in this moment <sighs> and I want to extend a warm thank you to you for being here and and sharing in this moment, in this ceremony, in this story with me. And if you feel called to take a screenshot of this episode or sharing your stories, your biggest takeaway, or anything you received from this episode, I would love for you to tag me so that I can see and celebrate you and shout you out in my stories. Mm, I invite you to take one final deep breath deep breath on behalf of the person that you are deep breath on behalf of the person you are becoming deep breath on behalf of living your most radiant fucking happy whole life for yourself but also living your most radiant life on behalf of your lineage your ancestors the same way me living my most radiant happy whole life i'm living it for me I'm living it for my harmony, I'm living it for my mom, I'm living it for my sister, I'm living it for all the women that walked before me. And so closing this podcast with gratitude and with a prayer to, to my ancestors and to all the women who walked before me so, so that I could be this free. Thank you for listening, my loves. Mwah. Sending you so much love.